The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Welcome to the Cinema Gold Podcast. With your host, Larry Lease. Come join us as Cinema Gold dives into the latest Hollywood films and news. Welcome to the Cinema Gold Podcast. I'm your host, Larry Lees. Today we're diving into the latest box office news, giving our review of the latest episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier, along with the Suicide Squad trailer and the massive success Nobody film. And so let's get on our way. Bob Odenkirk's Nobody is the clear winner of this weekend's box office battle with a massive 6.7 million debut. Los Angeles is leading the pack in North America for the second weekend in a row, after opening theaters for the first time since the pandemic took place. And it's keeping its stamina up from last weekend. Nobody is an action thriller film directed by... I'm not even going to try to say their name. From a script by Derek Kolstad... Starring Bob Odenkirk, Connie Nelson, Christopher Lloyd, and follows a man who helps a stranger being harassed only to become the target of a vengeful drug lord. Globally, the film has taken in 11.7 million. Los Angeles is the number one market in North America with 1.1 million. While it's definitely good news that Los Angeles is getting back on track, movie theaters across the United States are still at 25% capacity. Though that is expected to change by next weekend, where a majority of North American theaters will begin allowing 50%. For the Easter weekend, Regal Theaters is also set to reopen on April 2nd, which will be another solid box office help. Disney's Ray and the Last Dragon claims second this weekend after earning $3.5 million, with a grand total globally of $90.4 million which is an impressive feat considering that the movie is currently also streaming on Disney+. Plus. Tom and Jerry has fallen at number three this weekend with $2.5 million. The animated film 
slash live action hybrid has earned just over 85 million since debuting in theaters and HBO Max four weeks ago. Chaos Walking earned the fourth spot, bringing in 1.8 million. Benedict Cumberbatch's The Courier fell to number five, bringing in just 1 million total. Crude's A New Age has has fallen to six with 540,000. The animated family movie has been in the top 10 since its debut 18 weeks ago and has earned 160.9 million globally in that time. The Marksman has taken the seventh spot this weekend after earning 375k. To date, the action thriller has earned just over 19 million globally in 11 weeks. Boogie has come in, come in at number eight, earning 340k. And Wonder Woman took the 10th spot after bringing in an additional 245,000. The sequel premiered on HBO Max at the end of last year and has now earned 165.8 million globally. Next weekend, we'll surely see Godzilla vs. Kong fight for that number one spot as it's already becoming a massive hit globally. These box office numbers were provided by thenumbers.com. That's the-numbers.com. And now let's get on to our review of the Falcon and Winter Soldier. We are now on the second episode of the Falcon and Winter Soldier. The first episode of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier started off with a fun action sequence to get it out of the way so it can move on to all the dread and depression. Even with the introduction of the Flag Smashers as a threat, it has nothing on the emotional gut punch of Bucky trying to live with the horrors of his actions under Hydra's control. Similarly, the first episode ended with Sam Wilson feeling incredibly betrayed to find out that the U.S. government was not content with leaving Captain America's shield in a museum as promised. Instead, they wanted to hand it off to a new Captain America that they had handpicked themselves. In comic book canon, there are five major Captain America replacements throughout the years, not counting a couple of minor footnotes. Bucky and Falcon are the two most recent. William Burnside as Captain America was a retcon to explain why there was Captain America comics published in the 1950s when Marvel canon indicated that Steve Rogers was still on ice. Isaiah Bradley was also a retcon used to expand on the legend and illustrate how not even Captain America is immune to the horrors of racism. But John Walker, his run as Captain America will probably remain the most memorable due to why it existed to explain who Captain America was by showing you what he was not. Yes, while Batman had the spike-ridden Sheen Paul Valley and Superman had the visor-wearing Eradicator, Captain America had John Walker. Originally, the story was that Walker was a borderline deranged fascist who was too far right to truly stand for Captain America's ideals, but was still a hero and good person where it mattered. To bring the story up to date in 2021, Walker's story needed more juice than he's too conservative. And based on this episode, they seem to be on track of making it work. The Falcon and Winter Soldier Episode 2, The Star-Spangled Man, does its best to try and make us like Walker at least a little. He isn't injected with super soldier serum, but he's as physically talented and purposeful as they get. He wants to make things work. He tries to play nice with our protagonist. Others vouch for him in a way that makes him seem seem deserving of the mantle. He's a bit of a dingus, but he's trying. While Bucky and Falcon are too disgruntled with each other and the situation itself to give him a chance, 
At best, Walker appears to be naive, but there's still the strong possibility that there's something truly antagonistic underneath it. It's not just in the way he goes his separate ways with Sam and Bucky, but in the very jarring and deliberate way he's introduced in his final scene. He may be a decorated and willing, but at the end of the day, he's a cog in a broken system, and he may never truly be on the same page as our heroes. As for our heroes, they finally get together after a whole episode of stewing in their own post-blip day-to-day funk. Sam is annoyed, but wants to move forward and do his duties to make the world a better place. Bucky is more obsessed and angry about the Captain America 2.0 situation, and gets increasingly mad that Sam isn't doing anything about it. Still, he tags along to help Falcon chase after the Flag Smashers because of his escape from therapy, and the nightmare that is bettering himself by confronting the guilt of things he isn't fully guilty of. The Flag Smashers are given more to work with as we get to see their leader revealed in a neat swerve, as well as what they're worth when up against someone their own size. Actually getting an action sequence in each of the two consecutive episodes almost feels like we're being spoiled after WandaVision kept things so low-key till the end. Much like Walker, the Flag Smashers subplot keeps beating us over the head with how likable and well-meaning they are, which is just going to end badly down the line. These two parties can't coexist peacefully, and sooner or later, this shit is really going to hit the fan. More players are put on the board here, including a cliffhanger reveal and a mystery person involved with the Flag Smashers. What really makes this episode so memorable is a visit to yet another key to the Captain America legacy. The aforementioned Isaiah Bradley who holds a grudge against Bucky for a meeting the pair had during the Korean War. Isaiah had a justified grudge against the U.S. government as well for the racist treatment of him. Admittedly, Bucky could have saved a lot of gas and heartache if he just talked to Sam about it for two minutes instead, but their meeting with Bradley is a tense sequence and their time in Baltimore doesn't end well. Bucky is once again punished for his cursed past life, and Sam gets to see more of the history of the S.H.I.E.L.D a sobering moment, showing us that while John Walker seems mostly on the up-and-up, it doesn't truly matter as the machine behind him is capable of orchestrating such injustice to one of their own in the name of patriotism. On a more upbeat note, Sam ragging on Bucky for being an ancient cyborg is always great. We need more of Bucky dealing with pop culture. Maybe he should listen to Marvin Gaye's Trouble Man or something. After a shaky start, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier seem to have found its footing. We've moved past the boats and banks alone for now, and we're walking into an interesting conflict. As our heroes reluctantly work together, they're sandwiched between a country that mistreats them and a group of terrorists who want to do away with the systems that mistreat our heroes. So that's our review of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Episode 2. Right now, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Poddex. Visit poddex.com. Use promo code CINEMAGOLD for 10% off your order. And now, to give our thoughts on the brand new Suicide Squad trailer. This One of the brothers has finally released the first trailer for James Gunn's The Suicide Squad. And boy does it deliver film is set to arrive in theaters and on HBO Max this year. This time, James Gunn is giving his version of the Suicide Squad. This time around, we are getting plenty of R-rated action. 
James Gunn at one point was fired from his job as director of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 over some old, controversial tweets. Studios lined up to lock Gunn down and Warner Brothers managed to entice him by letting him pick up where David Ayer's Suicide Squad let off. While this new movie does take place in the same universe, it has been described as a reboot, so it is at the very least a dramatic shift in direction from what came before. Moreover, Disney and Marvel Studios eventually mended the relationship with James Gunn and have brought him back to direct Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Once he is finished with the DC Universe, Gunn is currently working on a spin-off series centering on the character Peacemaker, played by John Cena. The movie has an absolutely massive cast. Margot Robbie returns as Harley. The ensemble cast also includes Idris Elba, John Cena, Joel Kinnaman, Jai Courtney, Michael Rooker, Alice Braga, Pete Davidson, Joaquin Cosio, Storm Reid, Nathan Fillion, Steve Aggie, Sean Gunn, Jennifer Holland, Sylvester Stallone. Moreover, the Suicide Squad centers on Task Force X, which have been handed a new assignment. The team this time around includes Bloodsport, Peacemaker, Captain Boomerang, Ratcatcher 2, Savant, King Shark, Blackguard, Javelin, and Harley Quinn. They are armed heavily and dropped on the remote, enemy-infused island of Corto Maltese, trekking through a jungle teeming with militant adversaries and guerrilla forces at every turn. They are on a search-and-destroy mission with only Colonel Rick Flagg on the ground to make them behave. Amanda Waller's government are in their ease, tracking their every movement. One wrong move and they're dead. And now, to finish up with our review of Nobody. Nobody comes to us from the director of Hardcore Henry, stars Bob Odenkirk as a guy that nobody looks twice at. He's got a seemingly average life, loving family, a wife, and two kids he cares about, and an older father in a care facility played by Christopher Lloyd, but there's something else under the surface. You can tell there's something he's hiding. Perhaps a past that we don't know about, and eventually, because of a series of mishaps, turns out this guy isn't a nobody at all. In fact, he's got a particular set of skills, and he's going to turn them loose on a bunch of unsuspecting bad guys. By no means is this a new or original fresh piece of filmmaking. In many ways, this is a film we've seen a lot. The writer of this film, Derek Colstad, also wrote the previous three John Wick movies. And in many ways, this feels like a copy-and-paste variant of John Wick first draft. We have a middle-aged guy this time. He has a family instead of being a toner loner. And he has a violent past and an organization that we know little about, but eventually discover some things because of a series of unintentional interactions, he gets caught up in a violent world once again and has to use all his skills to protect those he cares about, or just in himself. In many ways, this is a John Wick clone. He even has gold in his basement. But what does make the film fresh is the unique casting choice of Bob Odenkirk. Is this ass-kicker a role that I would never in a million believe, years believe he would play, and he crushes it. He is so phenomenal in this movie, it's not only a very entertaining performance, it's a very comical performance. He gets a lot of laughs, he's a total badass in the movie, and does most of the stunt work, 
and really nice wide shots, just like the John Wick franchise. So you can see this guy killing people in horrific ways. Constantly he impresses so much in the film. I loved him in the movie. He's easily the reason to see it. He's the main draw, and I'd like to see him do more things like this. This is this is something we've seen a lot lately. You get an actor who's mostly known for one thing, throw him in a weird, violent action movie or horror film, like Kevin James playing a neo-Nazi and Becky. Not the type of casting most of us would have predicted. Same with Bob Odenkirk. But I also really liked about his role in the film is that he's not exactly like a John Wick type. And then he's perfect. He walks into a room, waves his hand, and everybody just dies. He actually gets his ass kicked a lot in this film. For all the havoc he wreaks in this film, he gets thrown through a lot of glass windows as well. He gets a lot of bones broken, so he has some vulnerability to him. There's a humanity there that you can latch onto. I love the John Wick movies, but Keanu Reeves really makes a lot of that work. Because even when he's being kind of perfect in a fight scene, he seems kind of like he's struggling a little bit. Like he's getting very frustrated by it, even though he's so good at what he does. Here in a film like Nobody, Bob Odenkirk's character seems like it's hard for him. As he is older, he's not quite as polished as some super agent. He was more of a fixer type of character, where he'd go in and make sure that somebody pays the money they owe. So even though he's really good at killing people, it's not exactly easy for him, which makes the character really fun. It's just an entertaining film that occasionally is kind of funny. Bob Odenkirk is really entertaining to watch as an ass kicker. But besides that, the movie doesn't really have much longevity. found myself forgetting it pretty quickly. I'm going to give nobody a B-. Still, I do think you should see it because Bob Odenkirk put a lot of work into this movie. And obviously the stunt people did as well. It's a well-handed production from an action standpoint. Everyone did great work and it should be supported. And thanks for watching this episode of the Cinema Gold Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at CinemaGold2. Be sure to like and subscribe to this video, and we'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for watching Cinema Gold Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at CinemaGold2. Become a patron on our Patreon at patreon.com slash cinemagold. Send us a voice message and be featured on an upcoming episode through anchor.fm slash cinemagold. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. 
Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.